You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. Hello there, beautiful people. Welcome to this latest episode of Master Coaching with Ajit Podcast. In today's episode, we are answering a very curious question that a lot of you have asked over a course of time. And that is, how do I stay focused? How do I stay undistracted as a solopreneur? You see, most coaches, most new coaches or even seasoned coaches tend to operate as solo businesses, which means they're usually a team of one, which is themselves, or a team of two, which is themselves, and a VA, which is mostly doing grunt work, like booking something on the calendar or doing odds and ends that are required in a business. So you tend to be a solopreneur. So as a solopreneur, what also tends to happen is because you're the one that is driving the business it often also becomes the reason why the business is not driven. It's like you are the person that is sitting in the driver's seat in the car, but you still got to turn on the car and move it out of the garage and take it for a spin. And if you don't, that day the car just sits in the garage. And that's kind of how a lot of our businesses feel like because it is driven purely by the motivation of the entrepreneur or the drive of the entrepreneur. Or even when they are high drive, their ability to focus and ability to not get distracted with whatever is happening around them in the world. So how do we create a structure? How do we create a system? How do we create a reality where we are not distracted, where we stay motivated, where we stay driven, where we are also very focused into whatever we are creating? I'm going to talk about a few principles today, but before we really get into it, let's understand why is it that we lose focus or why is it that we get distracted in our businesses? You see, when we start our business, we always have a big desire that we start with. There's a big goal that you want to achieve. You want to make millions of dollars. You want to impact thousands of lives. You want to have meaning in your life or whatever that is. But there's something that tells you, this is what I would like to do. This is my chase in life. And that chase usually comes from either one of two places. One is because you looked at someone and you were like, wow, that person has a great life. I would love to have that life. Wow, that person has a great car. I love to have that car. It's borrowed vision that we take from the world and we say, I would like that for myself. We truly don't know why we want it. We truly don't understand how we will feel when we have it, but we borrow it based on our perspective of somebody else's experience. Second way we set out goals is something that is based on our own personal desperation. I really need $100,000 to live a stable life. So that is my goal. I need a million dollars for me to feel safe. I need those. So that's the second reason. The second reason is you have desperation. You have something that you truly, truly want because you have scarcity of it, and so you chase. And then there is a third reason. The third reason is you have a chip on your shoulder. You have something to prove to someone. You have had some troubled times with your parents or somebody in your life, and today is your take where you're going to prove them wrong, and that today you're going to go out in the world and do what needs to be done to prove them wrong. So one of these three reasons drive our goals. Very rarely, do we stop and wonder and ponder what is it that we truly want? Very rarely do we stop and ask ourselves, 
What is it that our hearts truly desire, our soul truly desires? More often than not, we lean into materialistic gains or scarcity that we have, and because of that, our goals are defined. So the goal setting itself is somewhat flawed. This is why our motivation dwindles. Because say you were looking at somebody's car, and now you saw somebody else who has a better car. And now you're motivated by a different car, and then with a different car, and then with a different car. So your motivation is constantly moving. And because your motivation is constantly moving, guess what happens? Well, you can't be focused because suddenly your motivation has shifted. Your motivation is driven by external circumstances. And that is where you will also find that if you were in a very consumer-focused economy, your motivations will be consumer-focused. If you are in very blissful, you know, just chilled-out economy or people around you are really chilled out and don't really want much from life, you'll find yourself operating that way. And the reason for that is because you're driven by external factors. So if you're not motivated, first recognition or first curiosity that you should have is where is your motivation coming from? Is it coming from comparison? Is it coming from external sources? Or is it coming from truly you? The second reason, if you're motivated by scarcity or by limitation, you will find yourself constantly losing attention if you don't make progress fast enough. You see, when we are desperate, we are really desperate to get something. And when we are really desperate to get something, we want to get it really, really fast. And because we want to get it really, really fast, we will find ourselves in a place where we will be, I won this yesterday, I've not got it, I feel scarce again today. Right? So we'll question our ability to be able to achieve our goals at any given time because we are always feeling desperate, because we are always feeling less than, because we haven't gotten the result at the pace that we want to get, even if that timeline is very arbitrary and often unrealistic. And that brings us to the third type of individuals that are very motivated by proving something to someone. Now, these are the people that tend to actually get their goals very often. Not saying it's the right way to do, but usually what would happen with this third group is because they have a chip on their shoulder, because they have to prove somebody wrong, is that they would chase the wrong goal. They would end up chasing something that doesn't give them joy, that does not give them satisfaction. So they are motivated but they're motivated for the wrong reasons. They are unhappy because they're motivated by the wrong reasons. To neither of these three things will help you stay focused and undistractable. The way to get focused and to get undistractable is to start with the right motivation. And the right motivation to building anything is the reason why you build it. And all reasons are right. I'm not saying the reason needs to be to heal the world or anything like that. It's a personal choice what your reason is, but you must have a reason. And the reason is sometimes made up. And that's something that is an exploration because sometimes it'll come to you. Intuitively, you'll be blessed by it. And it is so lucky to be blessed like that. Where early on in life, you kind of awaken to your purpose. You awaken to what it is that you need to do in life. It's a blessing if somebody gets that. But a lot of the times, it doesn't just happen like that. The blessing doesn't happen until it happens. Until then, we need to choose a goal. We need to choose a chase that is exciting. And that is exciting not because it's competitive to someone. It's not because it's out of scarcity. It is not because it needs to prove somebody else wrong. But it is because it is exciting. It is something that is in the direction of something that we like. 
You see, the ultimate purpose of having meaning is to feel alive every day of the day that you are pursuing that meaning, that you're pursuing that motivation, that you're pursuing that goal. We don't set goals to achieve goals. We set goals to give ourselves a challenge so we can pursue these goals, so we can pursue a version of ourselves that as of now is not available to us, is not present to us. The intention of setting goals is not to get something, but is to become something, is to come from something, is to find something within ourselves so we can finally elevate our life to a place where it truly is alive, where it truly is who we are and who we were meant to be. The challenge is the path to creating a new version of yourself. And that is why it's important to have a challenge, have that goal, have that outcome orientation towards a direction. Now, when you set yourself up to something that curious and that challenging, that's, that's challenging enough that you know you can do it, but you'll have to work hard. To set yourself up for that already provides you with some focus. But the rest of the journey is about consistency. So how does one create consistency? And this also comes to how to become undistractable as a person. You see, most of us would start our day in reaction to the world, right? And it is by societal structure. Like we live with someone, so we are always reacting to them. We are have our devices always in our hands. We are reacting to them. We have news playing on the background pretty much all the time. We are reacting to it. So we live a life of reaction. We live a life of reactivity. How can we be focused when we are always responding and reacting to somebody else? How will we be undistractable if we are constantly distracted by somebody else? And that is where routines and cadences become very, very important. The first routine I want you to have is to have a plan. Yes, I know that sounds weird. You're like, what do you mean by having a routine of a plan? Well, the thing that we don't do enough of is we don't do an annual plan. We don't do a quarterly plan. We don't do a monthly plan. We most definitely don't do a daily plan. If you would look at my calendar or a successful coach's calendar ever on my computers, you will say it's highly organized. I have a plan for the next six weeks. I have my content plan for the next two months. I have things, products planned for the next year. And that inherently makes me focused because I have a plan. When you don't have a plan and you react to what's going to happen in your life right now, what tends to happen is that you are only responding. You're never really owning. You are never creating. But when you lead with a plan, when you say, this is where I'll be in a year from now, six years from now, this is what I'm planning for the next three months, this is what I'm planning for tomorrow, this is what I'm planning for today, it puts your mind into the focus of the plan. And now what you got to do first is your plan. You wonder why people have a morning routine or not a morning routine? Well, that is why. If you don't have a plan, you have no reason to be in a routine that gets you motivated, that fills your tank up. And because you don't need a routine, because you know the day is kind of arbitrary, I don't know what I've signed up for today, you're not going to want to maximize yourself. But if you have a plan for today and that plan is challenging, you automatically go, holy cow, I need to be ready for this. How many times, and this is true for all of you, how many of us have more work ethic that comes out, more work that comes out of us, more motivation that comes out of us when we are in crisis? All of us. 
In crisis, we are a different person. In crisis, we are a different being. It's not because we are a different being during crisis, it's because finally we tap into that unutilized potential that we have available every single day as we wake up. My invitation for you, the first invitation for you, is to have a routine of planning. You need a routine that tells you every single day what you are going to do for the rest of the day so you can get focused for every hour of the day. When you don't have free time, your mind doesn't wander. When your mind doesn't wander, it does not come up with distracting ideas. It stays focused. The second routine you need is a routine of personal accountability. You can also do shared accountability by involving friends and family and business partners and such, but personal accountability is the most powerful type of accountability once you are being honest with each other, once you are in integrity with each other. When you are holding yourself accountable to do something, when you are holding yourself accountable to a certain standard, and you do that with integrity, there will never be a question again that are you getting distracted? Are you being focused? Because every single time you lose your focus, every single time you will lose your attention to your intention that you want to create in the world, your personal accountability is going to kick in. What matters most in somebody's success is what they do when no one's watching, when no one cares. When no one cares is when the most important work is done. So when you want to do your most important work, remember to put yourself into a personal accountability routine so you can hold yourself accountable to the highest standard that you want to hold yourself accountable to. The third routine you want to do is a personal performance routine. A personal performance routine varies from person to person. If you have kids, it changes. If you have a partner, it changes. It changes from the state, physical fitness, health level that you have and so on and so forth. But what is that routine that fuels you biologically, physically, mentally, emotionally? Does that involve meditation? Does that involve red light therapy? Does that involve walking? Does it involve whatever? But it needs to involve as many items as required to fill your cup to the fullest level. You see, as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as a person that owns a business, as a person who's high performing, you will be delivering quality all day long, every day, right? Even when you are with your kids, you're going to be the high performer father or mother that you are, right? So you're giving all day long. But when is it that you are fueling yourself? When is your tank getting full? Your tank is getting full when you take care of yourself. You take care of yourself by walking, by meditating, by reading, by listening, by exercising, by lifting weights, by strength training, through gymnastics and aerobics and swimming and cold plunges and whatever that is for you. But something that shows you that you care about you, that actually delivers that care to yourself. Because when you do that, you fill up your tank. And when your tank is full, it's much easier for you to pour out all that love, all that service to the rest of the world. So how do you stay focused and how do you stay undistracted? Follow these three routines. First, a routine to plan. Second, a routine of personal accountability. And third is a routine of personal performance. If you follow these three routines, you will find that you will be very focused and very undistracted. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Coach Ajit and you're listening to Master Coaching with Ajit. 